This is Afroeconomics with J.B. Bryan. Afroeconomics is a strategic financial management program designed for the advancement of black wealth in America and abroad. I want you to make that decision today to refuse to be broke. Yes, indeed. Refuse to be broke dot com is the word of the day (laughs) or the concept of the day. Refuse to be broke. Let it marinate. Let it go through your mind that you have to make a decision, develop a mindset to refuse to be broke. I love that phrase so much. I made it a website, refuse to be broke.com. You have to say that I want to always have the money that I need. I promise you, if you grew up in a household where they said, I don't have the money, I can't afford it, we don't have it, what you think money grows on trees like so many of us most likely you have the problem too so we have to make a decision to refuse to be broke don't accept it no longer allow yourself to be broke you have to make a personal decision that I'm going to have the money that I need that you have to say that it's just as important that I manage the money that I have as it is to constantly have the desire to make more money now everybody wants to make more money but we need to realize that the more money you make, it does not stop you from being broke. That's why we see so many superstars that die broke. It's frightening, disappointing, sad that these simple steps that these super mega rich people could take. First of all, making sure that they have good financial people around them instead of having people that are pulling on them constantly. But I digress. We want to make sure that we realize that it's just as important to learn to manage your money well as important as it is to make more money no matter how many raises that you get if you don't learn how to manage your money well you will not make it you will not develop wealth you will not you will constantly be broke just because you make a lot of money doesn't make you unbroke so you see so many people with nice cars nice houses great jobs and they're broke now broke means that you have a negative net worth now essence magazine made a report and they said that the average net worth of a black woman was $100. Now, that means that that includes Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) So we've got this huge amount of assets that are included in us as black women and then you cancel out the liabilities on average we're ending up even with Oprah and Bob Johnson's ex-wife and these billionaires in there that we have a $100 net worth. That's what they're saying on average. Now, we have to correct that by realizing that no matter what, how much money you make, you have to manage it well. Also, the secret is to learn to spend less than what you make. If you're a multimillionaire and you're spending multiple, multiple millions of dollars and you're only multi, (laughs) you're multi, multi spending because they're lending you money, then you are broke. And it's simple and it's easy that someone actually can make a fraction of what you make and be wealthier than you because they live within their means. So they have a more positive net worth. A third point. Don't spend money you don't have. That means that if you only spend the money that you have, you will not go into debt anyway. So anybody that's carrying a credit card balance 
That means you're not living within your means and you're spending more money than you actually have, which brings me to my fourth point. I want to make sure that you avoid debt. Do not put anything on a credit card that you cannot pay off that month. Let's say no more than two months. That within the next two months, I'm I'm stretching there because everybody says within a month, all right? So I'm going to give you two months and say that if you can't pay it off within two months, then you don't need to put it on a credit card. Amazing. So many people put Christmas on a credit card and they don't end up paying it off by the time the next Christmas comes around. So you're paying all that interest. So if you're paying interest, that means you're not earning interest. So you've got to be saving money for interest to work for you. That same word interest can be your friend or it can be your enemy. You decide which side you're on. So you, the more, the more interest that you're not paying is the more interest that you could be earning. Be on the earn side and, and think about it. You cannot actually earn as much interest as the credit card company is charging you. You take that to the same bank that you got the credit card from and you say, I want to put it in a savings account. They are not going to pay you anywhere near that high interest rate that you are paying for that credit card on the money when you're in the savings mode. But at least you're going into positive. That shows you how much money they're making off you using their money to live beyond your means. So you want to pay off things as quickly as possible. And we really don't take that as serious as we should. You get excited and you're thinking, oh, I have this money saved. But at the same time, you have more on your credit card balance than you have saved. Research is showing that people, if they had to get access to like a thousand dollars, that most people listening right now would have a challenge getting to one thousand dollars cash right now. Now, that really brings home the point that we have to avoid the debt, avoid the debt so that even if you lost your job right now, at least you wouldn't have these unnecessary expenditures and those unnecessary phone calls that you would receive from those debts that you use to develop a habit of living beyond your means. So the only time we truly have money is when we stop owing people money. That's freedom. Freedom comes when we don't owe any money to anybody else, then that's your money. Then you're financially free. And, and I, I know that everybody says there's good debt. There's bad debt. Yet there's there's a good debt, I guess, if you want, you know, when you have the home and you're paying one and, and then everybody goes around and says they're homeowners when they're actually not homeowners, they're home buyers. And we need to realize that while you're still owing money on your home, you're a home buyer and you're paying interest on that home. And that home only benefits you if you're maxing out the living quarters in the home. So most people, unfortunately, even if we think about it as home, your home can be making you broke because you have five bedrooms, for example, and only one, and you and your husband are both sleeping in the same bedroom. So that feels good to have four empty rooms, but they're not benefiting you. So you're actually paying the bank interest on something that you're not using. So if you run the numbers and if you had a different modest home or you started renting out rooms, actually that home actually could benefit you. But a residential property could actually create you being broke. 
It can put you into a negative net worth. So we have to be very careful on everything that we use our money on when you have a commitment to not being broke. Let's learn to live modestly, live within our means. Refusing to be broke means that my self-esteem is not connected to what I'm driving, what I'm living in. You know, that it's that's not what I you need to find comfort. A person that doesn't want to be broke finds comfort in not being broke. And that's it. I'm not broke. So a fifth point is to refuse to be broke is to always know how much money you have. Do you know right now exactly how much money you have in your checking, your savings, your retirement account, all the accounts that you have? Do you know how much you owe on each of your credit cards if you have them or what is owed on your car or your home? Do you know exactly how much money you have and how much money you owe, right? And then stop. Now, now this is my sixth point is stop believing that rich people don't work hard. Now, they have to. I mean, it's amazing how many people think that because you see them and they're popular and they're well known that they don't work hard. Their life is easier than yours. No, they have to make a conscious decision to refuse to be broke. Also, they have to make a conscious decision to live within their means. Also, you can have a multiple million dollar mansion and then actually still be broke because you owe that multiple millions of dollars on that mansion. So regardless of how much you make, remember, you have to learn to manage your money well. So in summation, I want to know is that manage your money properly, no matter what you make. The secret is to 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 learning is to spend less than what, what I want you to learn is to spend less than what you make. That's simple and easy. Don't spend money you don't have. Avoid debt. Don't put Anything on a credit card that you cannot pay off immediately, refuse to be broke. Always know how much money you have, know where your money is, know where your statements are. And then finally, work and know that work is not easy. No, it's not easy. Everyone works. Know that you can make a commitment to working. Know that, yes, rich people do work. Stop that rumor. Stop the rumor that rich people don't have to work hard for what they have because they do. If they're not working hard now, believe me, they used to work harder than you could ever imagine. So make a commitment to working hard so that you can refuse to be broke.com too. I'm JB Ryan and that's Afroeconomics. Hashtag Afroeconomics. Today's podcast was powered by J.B. Bryan Financial Group, a registered investment advisory firm and the home of Afroeconomics in Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and New York.